Welcome. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. We are celebrating the start of our second decade on the Internet by introducing the fourth edition of our Bible study video series, The New Testament Gospels. The fourth edition, which features revisions to all 45 episodes in the series, will be available through a new vendor, Vimeo.com. With the fourth edition, the series is getting a new musical theme and updated content, including cross-references to the newest books in the AIC bookstore. The opening and closing theme music is All Glory, Laud, and Honor, performed on the organ by Richard M.S. Irwin in England and used with permission. Richard's music is available for download for use in local services at https colon slash slash play dot hymnswithoutwords.com. Episode 1 has new and revised content. The focus is on five major topics. First, the canonical list of New Testament books. Second, the organization of the New Testament into four categories. Third, a discussion of the New Testament Apocrypha. Fourth, a commentary on the introduction of chapters, verses, and upper and lowercase letters. And fifth, and finally, an introduction to the four new AIC bookstore publications, which are annotated and illustration, illustrated editions of the four Gospels. At the end of each episode, is an other AIC resources section in which I point out similar topics, words, or phrases for each episode among the works available in our Christian Education, Bible Study, and Seasonal Video Series, in the Podcast Homilies Archive, and from the AIC Bookstore Publications. Each episode is linked from the Bible Study page at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Podcast versions of each episode are linked from the podcast archive page. The first topic is a discussion of the canonical list of the New Testament. The New Testament was in its present form by the third quarter of the 4th century when St. Athanasius, Bishop of Alexandria, Egypt, produced his 39th festal letter in 367 A.D. In his list, he, he included 27 books which had been accepted by the bishops of the church in both its eastern and western branches, the eastern branch from Constantinople, the western branch at Rome. This list of 27 books is known as the canonical list. The illustration is a 17th century Byzantine-style icon of Athanasius the Great, made in egg tempera and gilt on panel, and now at Varna, Bulgaria. He is called Athanasius the Great, to distinguish him from several later saints of the same name, but the name also signifies his status in the early church. 
He was ordained at an early age as a protege of Bishop Alexander of Alexandria. He had written two important theological treatises by the ages of 22 and 23. He is the author of the first book on the concept of deification or theosis, meaning the object of men to become more like God, their creator. He was the youngest person to attend the Council of Nicaea, where he was an aide to the Bishop of Alexandria while still in his early 20s. He advised the bishop in the formulation of the Nicene Creed. He served as on-again, off-again Bishop of Alexandria until his death in 373 A.D. Athanasius is one of three men called a hierarch of the church in the Eastern tradition and one of only four men who are called doctors of the church in both the Western church and the Eastern church traditions. The 27 New Testament books as I noted, are commonly called the canonical list, which means they were accepted as divinely inspired and were not 1st, 2nd, 3rd, or early 4th century fabrications. In the most broadest sense, it was the church universal, acting through its bishops, which defined the Bible as we know it. The canonical list of 27 works traditionally is divided into four categories. The first category is the Gospels. The word gospel in English comes from the Old English gospel, which means a good tale, but was ultimately derived from the Greek euangelion, which means good news. Gospel is not an exclusively New Testament phrase. It was used in the Greek Septuagint version of the Old Testament. The first person to use the word gospel in the New Testament context was the Apostle Paul, who used it frequently in his epistles. In the New Testament sense, one who teaches the euangelion is by extension an evangelist. The four canonical gospels are credited to Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. According to tradition, they were all written in the first century with the Gospel of John being the last. The first three Gospels are commonly called the Synoptic Gospels, owing to the similarity of their style, content, and the order of presentation of events. The illustration is a tempera and guilt on vellum illumination of the four evangelists circa 800 A.D. from the Book of Kells, one of the oldest gospel books in the Western Church tradition. The image is folio 27V in the digitized version of the Book of Kells at Trinity College, Dublin, Ireland. Each of the gospel authors is represented by their traditional symbol based on Ezekiel's vision. Clockwise from the top left, they are Matthew, whose symbol is a man or an angel, Mark, symbolized by a lion, John, symbolized as an eagle, and Luke, whose symbol is a winged ox. 
The origin of the symbols is discussed in more detail in the opening episode, which is focused on each of these four men. In the case of Matthew, that will be episode two. The second category in the canonical list is epistles. The name is derived from the Koine Greek epistole, meaning written messages. Koine Greek, the everyday language of the first century in the Holy Land, is also known as New Testament Greek. Today, we would call these epistles by the name letters. The concept of epistles to communities or followers was created by the Apostle Paul, who is known as the Apostle to the Gentiles. The use of epistles in this manner is unique to Christianity. In the illustration, Paul is shown seated on a throne inside the letter P placed just before the start of 1 Corinthians. The illumination is in the Byzantine style and was produced with colored inks and gilt on parchment made from cured animal skins by Peter Lombard in the late 12th to early 13th century. The original is in the British Library, London, England. The epistles of the New Testament are divided into two groups. The first group is commonly called the Pauline epistles or the Pauline canon. It consists of 14 epistles attributed to Paul, which were written to a single church community or an individual or to a group. In modern times, disputes have developed over Pauline authorship, especially of Hebrews. The remaining seven epistles are commonly called the general epistles, or more formally, the epistles general. These letters were not addressed to any particular congregation established by the author. They include the two epistles of Peter, three epistles of John, and one each of James and Jude. The remaining two categories consist of only one book. The third, that the third category is Acts of the Apostles, more commonly called by the short title, Acts. It is credited to Luke, who is shown writing his Gospels in the Gospels of Henry II, produced around 1014 A.D. in the scriptorium at Reichenau Monastery, Reichenau, Germany, in honor of the last Ottonian Holy Roman Emperor, Henry II. It is folio 127V from the manuscript CLM 4454 at the Germanische National Museum in Nuremberg, Germany. Neither a gospel nor an epistle, Acts is a unique account of the period after the resurrection, the post-resurrection appearances of Jesus, and the ascension, beginning with the apostles gathered at Jerusalem, for the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost on the 50th day after Easter. It also covers the formation of the Church Universal, the earliest evangelism into the rest of the Holy Land, Asia Minor, and into the present-day territory of Turkey and Greece, plus to the islands of Cyprus and Crete, and also into North Africa. 
Some scholars and theologians believe that the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles may have been written as a single work. Its importance cannot be overstated. Virtually all the historical detail it contains is not found in other contemporary sources, whether histories or personal diaries, in either the Christian or Hebrew archives. The fourth category of books in the New Testament canon is another with only one book, Revelation. Please note carefully that the name is singular and not plural. Some scholars consider Revelation to be an epistle directed to the world in general and to the Jews who had not become Christians in particular. The title comes from the Koine Greek word apokalupto. The literal meaning of the title in Greek is accurately expressed in the Western Church title Revelation. In the Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox traditions, the book is more commonly called the Apocalypse. Viewers should keep in mind that it was only in later times that the word Apocalypse came to be associated with cataclysmic events, both secular and religious. Revelation was the last book to be accepted into the canonical list of the New Testament. It is also one of the most controversial books and, I believe, the most misunderstood book in the New Testament. The illustration is St. John receiving his revelation, an early 11th century illumination in tempera and gilt on vellum, one of 51 unique drawings from the Bamberg Apocalypse, which was prepared at Reichenau, Germany, for the Ottonian dynasty of the revived Holy Roman Empire. The illumination appears as it was used in the AIC bookstore publication Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. The third topic to be discussed in this episode is the apocryphal books of the New Testament. In the 21st century, we often hear or read about the so-called lost books of the Bible. That term inaccurately refers to those books which were left out of the canonical list of 27. These books were not and should not be called lost books because they were not lost. Their existence is not denied by the church. In the first three and a half centuries of the church, what was disputed was their accuracy and their claim to divine inspiration. These books were rejected by the church for many reasons, including historical information and detail inconsistent with the period of claimed authorship. The proper names for these books is New Testament Apocrypha, which literally means false writings. They should not be confused with the Old Testament Apocrypha, more commonly called the Second Canon, or Deuterocanonical in Latin, which are listed in the 39 Articles of Religion, 
at the back of the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. While the Old Testament Apocrypha is considered suitable for teaching but not for doctrine, and is read as the For the Epistle lesson in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer primarily in the last weeks of Trinity season, the New Testament Apocrypha are rejected in their entirety. Among the New Testament Apocrypha are several categories of books. The first group are those books which claim to be Gospels. These include the Gospel of Thomas, shown in the illustration, a manuscript from the mid-4th century discovered in Egypt in 1945, the Gospel of Truth, the Gospel of the Twelve, the Gospel of Peter, the Gospel of Basilides, the Gospel of the Egyptians, the Gospel of the Hebrews, and the Gospel of Matthias, the Gospel of Judas, and finally the Gospel of Nicodemus, which is also called the Gospel of Pilate. Again, these are in no sense to be understood as either lost or Gospels. They are more accurately called rejected Gospels and should be regarded as unreliable and not divinely inspired. The second category of New Testament Apocrypha are in the form of epistles, some of which have the word epistle in the title. Among these are the Traditions of Matthias, the Preaching of Peter, the Epistle of Barnabas, and the Epistle of Paul to the Laodiceans. Of this group, the Epistle to the Laodiceans has a very colorful history. For hundreds of years, it was included in Roman Catholic Bibles based on a supposition that it was a book from the archive at Constantinople. The epistle of Paul to the Laodiceans was only removed from the canonical list at the time of the Council of Florence between 1439 and 1443, nearly two centuries after the fall of Constantinople. The removal was based upon scholarly evidence from many Eastern Church bishops, clergy, and archivists that no such work ever existed at Constantinople. Another category of books among the New Testament Apocrypha are those called Acts. These include the Acts of Andrew, the Acts of Paul, the Acts of John, and another called the Acts of the Shepherd of Hermas. It was discovered later that a figure called the Shepherd of Hermas is depicted in wall paintings in the catacombs under Rome. Another book in the New Testament Apocrypha has the unique title, The Apocalypse of Peter. All these works were reviewed and rejected as not divinely inspired. Many were rejected because it was proven that they were written at later times than the dates claimed. One more category of New Testament Apocrypha is works which claim to offer details of the boyhood of Jesus Christ. Many of these include reports of Jesus abusing and punishing fellow children through his divine powers. 
all these accounts fall completely outside the only scriptural reference to actual events in the boyhood of Jesus recorded in Luke 2, verses 41 to 50. One of the most famous incidents in that scene is known as the teaching of the doctors in the temple, which is depicted in a nearby late 19th century watercolor by James T. So at the Brooklyn Museum. The fourth of six topics under discussion in episode one is the order of presentation of the 27 books in the canonical New Testament. In the non-Roman Catholic traditions of the Western Church, the order has been the same since the publication of the Great Bible of 1539. The Great Bible, edited by Miles Coverdale, was the first Bible ever to be printed in the English language. It was commissioned by Archbishop of Canterbury Thomas Cranmer for placement in all the churches in England. The four Gospels in order are those of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are followed directly by the Acts of the Apostles, then by the Pauline Epistles, which were printed in the order of size and not chronology, except where more than one letter was written to the same recipient when the second book follows the first, regardless of size. The Epistle to the Hebrews is always printed last. The Pauline epistles are followed, as noted earlier, by the general epistles, beginning with that of James, followed by the two epistles of Peter, then by the three epistles of John, ending with the epistle of Jude. Revelation, which as noted earlier, is neither an epistle nor a gospel, and which was the last book added to the canon, appears last. This order is not the only way in which the books of the Bible have been presented. In many Eastern Orthodox editions of the Bible, especially in the 18th and 19th centuries, the Gospel of John appears first, perhaps owing to St. John's choice of beginning at the creation, or in the beginning, or in Latin in principio, rather than with a nativity account. In the most popular Bible among Roman Catholics in the late 20th century, the Jerome Bible, which is the modern version of Jerome's Vulgate Bible, the Gospel of St. Mark appears first, and the second epistle of Peter is placed as the last book of the New Testament. The illustration is a late 9th, early 10th century Ottonian era illumination of the opening pages of John 1, from the Coronation Gospels, now in the collection of the British Library in London, England. The fifth of six topics in this episode is one that is not widely acknowledged in the modern church. Many modern readers of the Bible, especially those most familiar with the King James Version, assume that the Bible has always appeared as it does today. In fact, two of the most important features of the appearance of the Bible are the division into chapters and verses and the presence of upper and lowercase letters. Both these changes were only introduced in the early 13th century. The person who should get credit for these changes is Bishop Stephen Langton. Langton, then the most likely candidate 
for consecration as head of the church in England was living in the at the Cistercian Abbey at Pontigny, France, in the Bourgogne French Comp region in north central France. He may also have been in hiding from those opposed to his consecration as Archbishop of Canterbury by the English King John. In 1207, not long before his call back to England for his consecration as Archbishop of Canterbury, Langton divided the Bible into the system of chapters and verses that we experience today. He also imposed uppercase and lowercase letters, which replaced the old system of unseals or block letters. As I will point out in the separate episodes on the four Gospels, there are many places in the New Testament which, based upon the subject matter, where the final verse verses might more appropriately have been left with the, have been included in the next chapter or where initial verses of a chapter might better have been uh, left with the previous chapter. Later in the series, in the discussion of each of the four Gospels, I will indicate the probable timeline of each book's authorship and of the events within each chapter. The fifth and final topic for episode one is the changes to the series associated with the introduction of this fourth edition. One of the missions of the Anglican Internet Church is to make traditional teaching and study materials available to a wider audience than just scholars and clergy. To this end, we are introducing an entirely new type of illustrated gospel. With the help of archivists at libraries in the United States, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Austria, and Germany, high-quality, high-resolution images, once available only to kings, princes, and bishops, and archbishops, and the very wealthy, can now be seen by the general public. The annotations, which follow sections of the reading text, are printed in easily read 12-point type. For the sake of clarity, quotations from the reading text are inset into the commentary in slightly smaller size tape, type, eliminating the need for a reader to go back to the original text. The books will be available in paperback and Kindle editions. The paperback versions feature coded paper which enhances the clarity of the image of the colorful scenes being discussed in the, in the annotations. The first book in the series, The Gospel of John, annotated and illustrated, was published in the fall of 2020 AD at 198 pages with 96 illustrations from the 5th through the 20th century. The second volume, The Gospel of Luke, annotated and illustrated, is scheduled for publication late in 2020 A.D. or early 2021 A.D. The third and fourth books in the series, The Gospels of Mark and The Gospel of Matthew, are scheduled for publication in the first half of 2021 A.D. In the fourth edition, I continue the practice introduced with the third edition, of internal cross-references to, quote, other AIC resources. 
These resources are available at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net, where seasonal videos and Christian education videos are linked from the digital library page, Bible study videos from the Bible study page, and the podcast archive, podcast versions of all three from the podcast archive page. Information about AIC Bookstore publications is available using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page. Items of interest for Episode 1 are, in the AIC Christian Education video series, The War on Christianity, in Episode 3, Episode 4, and Episode 5, I discuss the expansion of the Church Universal into Asia Minor, North Africa, and Europe. I discuss the importance of Constantinople and the Byzantine Empire, and the, import and the impact of the fall of the Byzantine Empire on Christianity in Asia Minor, North Africa, and Southeastern Europe. In the Lives of the Saints, from the first series, St. John is featured in Episode 4, Paul in Episode 5, Mark in Episode 7, Peter in Episode 11, Matthew in Episode 14, and Luke in Episode 15. From the second series, St. Athanasius of Alexandria is the focus of Episode 16, and St. Jerome of Vulgate Bible fame is the focus of episode 25. From the AIC bookstore publication, Layman's Lexicon, words and phrases of interest for this episode are Apocrypha, the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, Canon, Evangelist, Gospel, Holy Spirit, New Testament, Septuagint, and 39 Articles of Religion. In Revelation, an idealist interpretation, the illumination St. John receiving his revelation is on the cover and on page 19. In the companion video series of the same name, the same material is available in episode 2. Finally, there's Father Ron's blog, a page on our website featuring information on the latest projects, videos, and publications. Entries often include an illustration from the featured series. You can reach the blog page by clicking the links at the top or the bottom of the page or by entering the direct URL address in your browser. And the direct URL address is www.anglicaninternetchurch.net right slash blog. Please remember that the word blog is case-sensitive and must be entered in small letters only. By clicking on the Follow Anglican Internet Church legend in the right-hand column at the blog, after entering your email address, you can receive notice of each new posting from our site host, wordpress.com. Please be assured that we do not share information with any other organization. Thank you for joining me for Episode 1 in this fourth edition, Celebrating 10 Years on the Web. Next time in Episode 2, I begin discussion of the Gospel of St. Matthew, including its authorship, the time of its composition, 
its intended audience, and its major themes, along with illustrations from the companion volume, The Gospel of Matthew, annotated and illustrated, currently designed with 262 pages and 117 illustrations. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church, and we invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.